0: let earthlets my name is conrad alongside my friend fox and this is the 59th episode of space spinner 2000 a podcast where two americans try to make sense of the uk's own galaxy's greatest comic 2000 ad one month of progs at a time last month we reached the end of 1980 on our prog timeline so we're taking an episode to do a retrospective of the year in progs it's a it's our way of taking some time just to talk about the previous year in 2000 AD, and to help that conversation, we're giving out awards for a number of categories. Welcome to the 1980s Spinnies! Oh my
1: god, it's back again! I'm so <laughs> excited, Conrad. Here we are in the beautiful Our Houses. In these wonderful, our definitely golden tuxedos to give away awards to some really lucky participants.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, so we've got five categories, and as always, we're just defining these categories as loosely as possible so that you can give these awards for like, it could be an individual page, it could be a whole year or something if you want, whatever. Mm -hmm. But let's get to the awards. Oh, Yeah. Award one, best art.
1: <laughs> Everyone likes talking about our smartest.
0: Yeah, man. So, Fox, let's oh my God. have you go. What? Who was your favorite artist? What was the best art in 2000 AD for 1980?
1: Oh, there was a lot to choose from this year, and uh, damn, 1980, you really kicked a lot of ass. But let me tell you, I've got three we mm-hmm. one top place artist, or uh, actually art combo, uh, but I wanted to give a call out or a shout out to the same artist, twice. First for the stainless steel rat, Escara. you're awesome. Oh, yeah. I love how his boxes are different. I love his art style. God, stainless steel rat was just beautiful. I also have a really big thing for Angelina. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's weird. She's just really hot, and bobbed cuts are just amazing. Anyway, hey. it's a great comic, really beautifully done. Um, the second place goes to Fiends of the Eastern Front, which is, uh, as I describe in my notes in front of me, fucking beautiful. <laughs> uh, it is like intensely dark, taking uh, taking a page out of Mike Dory big time, and uh, just it's just really beautiful close ups of dudes with bangs. Specifically, <laughs> one of my uh, favorite kind of start covers to the entire thing. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. was in Prague 159. And when it opens up, it just shows this skeleton wreathed in bat wings with claws on the tips. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like looming over this burning town while the Nazi dude is like dragging his friend through a field of crosses, basically. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like this really intense imagery. I think his art style really fits this well. It just looked great. Nice. But for the first place... Ooh. That goes to Massimo Bellardinelli and Roman Sola. Who, my God, what an art team combo for Black Hawk! Oh like, wow, we we uh, I feel like you know. It, listening back to the old stuff and conversations mm-hmm. we've had, like Blackhawk started very interesting and ended somewhat like milk toast. Mm-hmm. but there were characters that we were really drawn to and loved, not just because of the story that was being written, but like what they looked like. Ursa is very defining as an example, or Blackhawk mm-hmm. just as a character has really great design, but it's not just those characters it's the places like giant mushroom forests and the silver sun massive vortex and the giant castle for the beast uh and even prior to that just landing on different planets or seeing more of the spaceship that the uh, oh god i forget his name whatever mr game master yeah the director uh, or whatever the director yeah so it's just like from front to back it's just really beautiful trade-offs in style but very like depth of feel very really imagined well places for these characters to go
0: that's awesome i i I like that pick for sure yeah we definitely whenever we complained about the characters in blackhawk i remember we were always very quick to say that the art was really amazing and yeah exactly it's just you know i mean as we're seeing in a in 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 meltdown man at the end of the year um bellardinelli really just shines when you give him a chance to draw some crazy stuff
1: basically yeah I mean, like, I, I remember when we first started talking about him, uh, it was like when the Harlem heroes were just high on some kind of crazy gas. Right. And, and, yeah, an Inferno.
0: And, yeah, that was
1: nuts. <laughs> uh, Roman Soul has always been super solid. Like, I loved his work on um, on flesh. Yeah. A lot. Awesome. So, yeah, you both eat your heart out. That's my pick. How about you, Conrad? <laughs> hey, hey. Best art.
0: For me, you know, I usually have. As always, I have uh, two runners up and one winner. My first runner up is Carlos Escara for the Stainless Steel Rat saves the world. I really love that story. Um, you know, I also kind of have a crush on Angelina. She's she's she, she, she's very cute, but also just like just the different stuff that goes on in Stainless Steel Rat. You know, it's traveling to the twentieth century and and then. To the 19th century and then <laughs> into the future, and all these different like things, and they all sort of go together in this consistent art style, you know? It's
1: France with helicopters and tanks.
0: Exactly. Or just, and just <laughs> like in general, like just Jim DeGriz being real unflappable and stuff like that is really neat, you know? Yeah. Like, and that sort of carries over from the first stainless steel rat, which is also in 1980, that sort of, um, that ended in 1988. I just really like that sort of the way he, his character holds himself and just the way a scare really brings that, brings that forward.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. My second runner up is the McMahon is um, the Mick McMahon, Ron Smith, Brian Ballin combine that worked on the judge child saga. Oh yeah. That just has such each artist is working to their strengths and really each one putting in really awesome stories and really awesome, like, artist stuff it's 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 big mcmahon drawing things that are sort of um off the wall and crazy with his sort of like big blocky thick art style brian Mm Ballin using his really realistic art style to also make things incredibly surreal with his like with the jigsaw man or something like that and then ron smith's incredibly detailed chaos for all the different things that happened the course of the saga (laughs) like the the war world or the um the funeral of that pharaoh the guy that uh, runs the garbage yard and stuff really lets uh smith sort of shine <laughs> in just sort of the like whoa it's just total chaos oh my gosh kind of stuff
1: yeah absolutely yeah. man it's like a really beautiful series absolutely yeah it
0: was just, it was just really neat and just a couple you know a trio of top guys really at the height of their powers you know but my mm-hmm. my my number one my winner has to go to uh, Kev O'Neill for his nemesis the War- nemesis the warlock stuff uh, oh going going underground and Killer Watt those two stories
1: yeah um,
0: oh creepy as hell yeah we talked about them on the um on the show but yeah just that stuff was really just when you look at it it's to me it's really arresting it really looks like nothing else I've seen before. And really kind of speaks to me. It, it, I always feel like looking at this stuff, like I'm a big, you know, I'm a big like uh, Warhammer 40,000 player yeah. and stuff. And I really feel like you see a lot of the basis of that game's art style. It comes from a lot of other stuff, but Nemesis the Warlock is definitely like a big piece of that stew, you know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, man. And it just really like... Yeah, I just love how it looks. It's all this chaos, all this, um, like ridiculous chases through gravity-defined tubes and, you know, seas full of, uh, semi-teleported men, like, uh, giant monsters that are sentient 747s and stuff. All of it just really, rec- really creates this, beautiful and terrifying and, like, gothic and frightening world that really draws me in and just, you know, grabs my imagination, I guess.
1: Hell yeah, man.
0: And yeah, it's awesome. I don't know. So, yeah, so let's see. Bellardinelli for Fox, O'Neill for me. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, I think it's, you know, always nice when we don't have one of the big guys as our number one, I guess. That's my well, – the, the, that That's the hipster in me talking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, there's a reason that, like, Ascara takes categories, you know? Yeah, so. definitely.
0: So, let's move on to... Award to Best Story. Ooh. This is, you know, writing in general, or the or the general thrust of a story, whatever else. You know, just the, the words part, or the events that take took place in the course of a thrill in, in, in a year. Yeah. Fox, what do you got?
1: Okay, so this time I've got four. I'm All right. Quick, but... Uh, so the kind of the fourth place, like Robo Hunter, is fucking hilarious. Yeah, Dave the
0: Droids, you are, <laughs> you are
1: amazing. Uh, like it's almost—I just—I remember saying this. It's almost Looney Tunes, yeah, and a better Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just super enjoyable the whole ride through. Uh, love, love the gangster stuff, man, especially the the gangster strike. <laughs> um, the uh, third runner-up goes to john wagner for the judge death death vignette oh yeah Uh, i love judge anderson i am in love with judge anderson (laughs) i want (laughs) judge anderson forever uh she's amazing uh and the way that it all resolved was really awesome because it it feels ominous it feels non-permanent and Mm -hmm. knowing that it's that it's not is uh is fascinating yeah so so second place Mm -hmm. time awake Chris louder. Ooh. Like, this, this came out of nowhere. And I remember us both just, like, giggling at a lot of this and, like, really liking it. There was a part where, you know, the kind of hand-wavy, like, oh, look, I'll just move this way. and I like that away.
0: hand wave, though. That was just like, yeah, it's timed stuff. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, and so you... I don't know, just the villainess, just the bye! Yeah. And the And teleporting all over the place, and that you've got a shape-changing partner. Like, all of those things would have been an amazing prog. Uh, excuse me, an amazing... Uh, uh, Drill? Oh, thank you. God. Uh, <clears throat> I just really enjoyed the shit out of it.
0: Nice. Best I can say. Totally.
1: So, place. And I say this because I love it. I... All right, so Gary Finley... Jerry? Gary? Gary.
0: Jerry, Jerry, Jerry,
1: yeah, Gary Finley Day for Fiends of the Eastern Front. I love this story. I love occult bullshit. I love it when you put it in World <laughs> War II, and I love this story <laughs> I love this so much. I love that there were vampire Nazis, and then suddenly there weren't vampire Nazis. There were ally Nazis, vampire
0: Nazi <laughs> allies. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's great. I like. I want this to be a a movie, like a B schlock like, I don't know, Dawn of the Dead-esque yeah. like, sh- shitty props and everything. It's great. Everyone should read it. It is, like, super fun. Uh, I, it feels like it takes itself seriously. That's part of its charm.
0: Yeah. It that way. No, I, yeah. Man. Uh, uh, strong agree. Awesome. Yeah, for me, um, my runner, my first runner-up was also John Wagner for Robo Hunter. That's, like, man, I love that Robo Hunter, dude. Um... <laughs> There was just so much absurdity, like you said, just in the course of the Day of the Droids. Like, every part of it was funny and, like, kept the plot moving and stuff. And, you know, the jokes were sort of, like, it It wasn't just sort of, like, slapstick stuff. It was also... Um, like dialogue stuff of like you know, I, I mean Hoagie being real annoying or yeah. um, Robo Stogie like you know yelling anti-smoking um, advice <laughs> in like a fake like human accent or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> um, or
1: Slade's all talking to each yeah, other.
0: Yeah, yeah, like all the 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 Sam Slade Mutual Benefit Society as they were about to sh- to to kill him and stuff. That was, that's that's <laughs> great. <laughs> and then, yeah, just all the all the strike stuff I thought was really hilarious of just Absolutely. like this, like strident anti-human communist, um, like <laughs> mixing mixing jar, <laughs> like, you know, oh, so yells great. at yells at people and like will get his um his socialist mess message through no matter what, you know so great. (laughs) Yeah, my second runner-up was uh, Jerry Finley Day for Fiends of the Eastern Front. I I agree with everything you say. Like, man, that's a fun story. It really builds on itself and kind of creates this like sense of horror and stuff and just but also just like again the absurdity of it man we just had so much fun talking about it i remember like s- talking about how that how uh, the main character's like an uh anti-vampire racist and everybody's <laughs> like n- telling him not to be such a jerk about it and stuff <laughs> yeah. um and like uh yeah and just Again, I love it when there are horror movies where people know, have seen other horror movies. Like, that's a big thing that I really like. And yeah. so, him sort of just stepping out and being like, well, these guys are vampires. We gotta do vampire <laughs> stuff against them, you know? Like, and everybody else being like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, we don't care about wooden crosses. We care about iron crosses. You know, oh, that was, that was so fun. Um, for my winner though, I got to give it to the uh, John Wagner, Alan Grant combine for the Judge Child again. You know, like it was a runner up for art. Like, you know, anytime there's a big epic, it's always high on my list Um, for these guys. They just made this huge, episodic, literally galaxy spanning quest that has a real downer ending also, but sort of has all this action, all these wacky places that they go. You know, a, a single mustaches episode. That it yeah, on. yeah, evil mustache or yeah, evil hated mustaches. There's like <laughs> the one prog that's the bad boab. That's just a weird like just so story for primitive caveman aliens and stuff.
1: <laughs> Judge dreads a god now.
0: <laughs> yeah, like just every um, every piece of it adds up to this huge hole of a, of a story that's I think is really amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. All right, so the big, the big uh, sum up category award: three best overall thrill. So, Fox, what's your top thrill for 1980?
1: So this bad boy is intensely decisive. It is clearly going to the Judge Child, John Wagner, Alan Grant, Brian Bolland, Ron Smith, Mike McCannon and of course my main man Tom Frame. <laughs> like this. <clears throat> This may have been my favorite Judge Dredd thing to date. Like, I love Judge Death, but this, like, I love it. I love downer endings. Yeah. I love, like, this sudden realization as as the characters are realizing it, you're kind of realizing that, and hey, this Judge Child's kind of...
0: Yeah, like, I don't know about this kid. Ups. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and just the places that they go are so striking. I I pretty much I'm mirroring whatever or what you just sort of spoke about. Like the story is really great. The, uh, the artists really did. I mean, fantastic work. Tom frame is still like, I, I know that I like call him out a bunch, but the dude is, has a style that looks very particular versus the rest of what you see in the comic and doing this many, as long as he has, has got to (laughs) be, No, it's got to be some kind of yeoman's work, you know? Yeah,
0: you know, Tom Frames is legend for a reason guys, you know? Like, top yeah. letterer, you know? <laughs> unsung, really you know, and, and letterers are always unsung heroes of uh, comics, I think, so it's good to give them their due, for sure.
1: Absolutely. So, Conrad, now that you've heard me talk about the Judge Child for a little bit... <laughs> What what was your best overall thrill? Okay,
0: so my run so I got runners up. My first runner up for Top Thrill is uh Return to Armageddon, new uh new kid on on the block. Okay. We're having so much fun with Return to Armageddon now on the show. Um and it only gets crazier from here. Like we don't even know the blonde kid's name yet, and that's gonna be a huge and I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with that next episode, honestly. But um uh... <laughs> Like, everything, I mean, we talk, we've we talked about it, like, um, in previous episodes, but just if every, I never know where this comic's gonna go. <laughs> um, and that's such a great, and that's such, like, a, a wild feeling for some of these, you know, because, again, it's just sort of a kid's comic, you kind of know what's gonna happen and stuff, but now we've sort of gone from Star Trek to Space Pirates, and in between there's been, like, demons and zombies and stuff, like. It's so Awesome. And I just wanted to—I definitely wanted to shout it out now because I—I um, I, I know what's coming in eighty-one, and I definitely want to sort of be like, "Hey, don't forget about Return to Armageddon. This is a cool story <laughs> that's worthy of your notice," you know? Hell yeah! yeah. My uh, my second runner-up is uh, Fiends: The Eastern Front, man. Oh yeah! Get these uh, get these uh, na- n- Nazi vampires in you, man. But yeah, <laughs> uh, like. Like you said, I'd love to see this is something that I'd really love to see like like a movie of or even just like a Twilight Zone episode of or something like that. Um Like there's so many va- there's so many zombie Nazis that vampire Nazis is just a whole different um thing, you know?
1: It fits the bill in such a special way.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, and it's just um yeah, it's it, it's really it's just this sort of little like twelve prog story that's self-contained, but also makes you think about like, oh man, but like what it it just for me, it's a, an- another one of these things that that kind of grabs my my uh, imagination of just about different other sort of classic monsters in like World War II or something like yes, that too. Yes, Frankenstein or werewolves, you know, whatever. Dude. But yeah, so I don't this. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but my my winner uh has to be judge dread and not <laughs> not just um not just the judge child which i think you've talked about magnificently but also a lot of the other dread stuff in this year dude <laughs> like um uh judge judge death uh the blood of Satanist that came right afterwards those are all great That's stories gross. like a you know awesome like one prog stories like judge minty uh, and then s- s- some of the stuff we've had later in the year that were a little bit more sort of episodic Dread stories, but still very cool stuff like uh, Block War or like the Dome and stuff. All of these Dread stories just that both, you know, reveal the character of Dread, reveal the character of Mega City One um, are great action stories or things that make you think. Or that just generally just sort of like, uh, you know, one lawman blowing everything up and it being cool. <laughs> like, it's got it all. You know, this is really like, oh, it's just key to J- Judge Dredd stuff this this year in 1980. So, awesome. Yeah. I mean, hey, who'd have thought Judge Dredd was good in 2000 AD? I don't know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like every child in England at that point. I guess so. Um, so, hey. Okay, Fox. We've done the individual thrill awards. Let's do some of our summation stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. With... Oh, this one's decisive. Yeah. Award
0: for Best Month. What's your best month of the year 1980, Fox? Or, was, I guess, episode we did. It, it, it doesn't have to be an actual calendar month. And we had some this, months that covered several months, actually. <laughs> oh, for sure.
1: So, this, this was super easy for me. Like, mm-hmm. just... In terms of surprise, in terms of, like, just being enthralled in general at what potential lies within, Mm -hmm. Uh, August 1980, the Judge Dread Annual. Oh, nice. Like, this thing, um, I I can't describe to people how much I fucking loathe annuals. (laughs) Like, like every time we're going to do one, if you were to ask Conrad, like, randomly like hey like fox likes these annuals he would just basically say like they are they are the bane of his existence
0: it's definitely it's definitely whenever we get to one i like link the uh the or you know i send fox the comics and he gets them and he's like an annual
1: (laughs) it's horrid this however Mm -hmm. from front to back was all judge dread which is great on top of that like mixed in with this thing are new stories like the Pinstripe Freak, which I fucking, I love. Yeah, Max Normal! Um, But they put advertisements and, like, informationals in it, and it just kind of made it a part of, like, this idea of Mega City 1, right? Like, what Mm -hmm. would it be like if I was reading 2000 AD in Mega City 1 and came across, like, you know, uh, uh, like an ugly voucher, basically. Right. (laughs) Like, it, it was just... It was something that I, I just wasn't expecting out of these annuals, because usually there's a bunch of shit that I don't want to read. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of, uh, you know, little advertisements and shit in it that I don't want. But this was amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, it had all these dread-based
0: features and all that stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just read it. Just, it's so great.
0: It definitely yeah starts off with a bang, for sure. Absolutely. No. That's a good choice. Definitely. So how much
1: you, Conrad. What was your best...
0: Month, month. Um, for me, for me, the Dread Annual was definitely a, a high point of the year. Um, but for me, I, actually, my my best month is the first month, January nineteen
1: eighty. Oh fuck yeah!
0: Um, it's got Judge Minty. It's got the start of Judge Death. It's got some another sort of cool dre- uh, Dread stories. Mm-hmm. It's it's got the conclusion of the first Stainless Steel Rat adventure. Um. Nice. Or, or sorry, no. The second to last episodes of the of the uh, of the first Stainless Steel Rat adventure, just the Stainless Steel Rat. It's yeah, got
1: right as he's actually rescuing. Yeah, Angelina. Like, like
0: like Angelina and stuff. Yeah, it's got uh, Black Hawk while Black Hawk was still fresh. It's got it's got uh, the first half of Timequake, which we both really liked, yep. and then just some fun like uh, sad stuff going on in the VCs and, and and things like that. Like it was just. Um, A lot of it really combined and just made for some very fun stuff that, while there was some, you know, there's always rough patches in months, I think, but Mm. I thought it was a very good start with a lot of classic stories and a lot of um, interesting, like, things going on in the Prague and stuff.
1: I can't argue with that, man. That is incredibly fair. Yeah.
0: It's a fun month. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so okay. Here's the big one, Fox. Oh, yeah. I got some opinions about this. Uh, oh really yeah so our final award award five best year so what's your so we've now done uh fought uh four years fox 77 mm. 78 79 and 80 what is your like where does 1980 come down in that list i guess
1: right at the top without a doubt
0: all oh, right. Like, what do you what do you think makes nineteen eighty a better year than the previous ones?
1: I mean, so so far, um, like as we look into the past, they, there was a lot of like struggle on kind of just really bad comics that would hit uh, mm. every so often, like short ones. This round, like while there are definitely some comics that that might have kind of flittered out and not been. Super interesting, a la Black Ock. Mm-hmm. Um Like I, I was straining really hard. Other than the mind of Wolfie Smith, <laughs> to to kind of like pick out something that like really made me have a bad time. And like Wolfie, quite frankly, is kind of there as a as a great refreshing reminder that she can be bad. <laughs> so, like I, I don't know. I just I've had more fun. The surprise with the annual was was really great mm-hmm. um i just you know i i had less um naughty no no bad feelings <laughs> than than i normally did and i think that kind of puts it up there and and it's clear that it's been progressing every year like yeah. are there things that i miss about you know 1977 fucking absolutely um but the trade-offs have been for like you know not having like a racist super agent and instead getting like a crazy alien demon adventure. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll take that any day, you know? Sure. So how about yourself?
0: Oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to go against the tide here and I'm going to say that 1980 ranks just behind 1979 for me. Hmm. Why is that? Um, man, I just love the, there were a bunch of sagas in, 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 in 1979. Like this one has Mm. the judge child, of course. Um, But 79 had, um, but 79 had the end of Judge Cal and then, um, it had the rise and fall of Rojas and Hammerstein and the ABC warriors. Oh God. And those two stories, plus the start of the stainless steel rat and just a couple other things really added up to me to be just, oh, just great stuff. Um. And That's things awesome. that I really liked and things that really um, grabbed me, like man, I like the Judge Child, but I feel like there was maybe slightly fewer epics or something like that this year. Mm. I don't know. Um, it just there's more stuff that I really look back on as like top tier awesome in '79 <laughs> than in '80. Although '80 definitely has it has its like really awesome stuff too. So they're close, but I got a slot. 80 below 79, I guess. Oh, my
1: God. You heard it here first. 1980. You're
0: dead to us. Yeah, 1980 worst year ever, according to Conrad.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, my, my, my current listing is 79, 80, 78, 77. So, we'll see how that goes going forward. But, you know, fun to mix it up a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> cool. Hell, yeah. So, hey, Fox, next year on Space okay. Spinner 2000... Oh, no. This is just stuff to keep an eye out for. There's,
1: there's more?
0: This, oh, my God. We got four years. We got, like, 46 more years or 36 more years to go. What
1: the hell? Don't fucking tell me that. Not
0: Not counting the years that it'll take for us to actually do those years. So, oh like, God. Uh, I think it might be actually, like, 37. I don't know. You know, from no, 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 no. eighty one to twenty eighteen or whatever, twenty seventeen. What's
1: wrong with you?
0: <laughs> well, we're monsters. So, <laughs> for nineteen eighty one, man, the interesting thing, just you know, I, I, I spent some time looking through all the thrills and what's going to ha- and what's coming up in seventy nine and what or in in eighty one, I should say. And what's interesting to me is how stable this comic is going to get in the next year.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: So. The returning thrills for 1981, we're going to have, you know, we'll have like Dash Decent for a little bit, of course. And then, uh, Judge Dread, Mean Arena, Meltdown Man, Return to Armageddon, Strontium Dog. Wow. Yeah, but that was, that's the, our current pro, uh, prog lineup in, uh, in, here in December 1980. It's going to be the thrill lineup basically until July of 81. Um, oh my God. like both Meltdown Man and, um, Return to Armageddon is sort of big stories, sort of go until then. Um, Johnny Alpha sort of comes in and out, but, um, you know, has a little bit more, slightly more episodic stuff. But then sort of downshifts into the big um, Strontium Dog uh, origins, o- origin saga, <laughs> the Portrait <laughs> of a Mutant, which is pretty awesome. Oh, Like, load-bearing, awesome Strontium Dog story and stuff. Um, All right. That's pretty much what it's going to be until January... Until July, there's only, like, three new thrills in 1981. Um, but those three new thrills are Nemesis the Warlock, Rogue Trooper, and Ace Trucking. Which, like, if you're a 2000 AD fan, you know that those are the three three of the top thrills of the 80s, basically. Oh my, <laughs> really? Like, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, we've seen hints of Nemesis the Warlock already, so I think we can be pretty sure that that's going to be cool. Um, you know, Rogue Trooper is a freaking Mount Rushmore 2000 AD character. Like, he's one of the top guys, and I'm kind of excited. Um, and then Ace Trucking, Ace Trucking is where um Bellard and Ellie's is going to land after uh, Meltdown Man, and is going to last like for five years or something like that.
1: Oh, that's beautiful.
0: So I'm that's, so fucking excited. Yeah, it's super. It's super cool. Like, and that's basically it. 81 doesn't have. A ton of new stuff, but the new stuff it has is awesome, and the returning stuff is ooh, it's so good.
1: Well, and let's then, hope that it, that it can actually keep itself uh, above the weight of such crushing titles as these.
0: Indeed, and then also I should say the big dread stories for eighty one. Uh, we're we're about to start one with the Fink Angel um, story. Then okay. then Chopper shows up for American Graffiti.
1: Okay. Judge
0: Death Lives, Ooh. and then we'll end the year with Block Mania, which gives way to a certain uh, larger conflict in January 1982 that I'm not even going to get into Ooh. here. Okay. It's. I'm stoked. I'm really excited for 81. This is like, you know, I don't... I. It's hard to tell exactly when we crossed into it, but this is like golden age 2000 AD. Like we're, we're, we're soaking in it now. Everything's gold. Everything's awesome. Well, I mean, you know, no, they're, 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 you know, I'm sure there'll be bad stuff too, but whatever. But yeah, it's a, I love,
1: I love soaking in golden progs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I should say there's also going to be like, you know, the usual Robo Tales and Future Shocks and Tharga the Mighty and stuff like that in there, too. So there's, mm-hmm. there's going to be some stuff to mix it up, but that's the majority of what's of what's coming up it's exciting so yeah i hope everybody enjoyed the show feel free to contact us at space spinner 2000 at gmail.com or on our facebook instagram or twitter pages on twitter or space spinner 2000 or space spinner we're at space spinner 2k for everything else look up space spinner 2000 and we should be there uh, also check us out the 2080 forums and hey you know again drop a review on us we'd certainly appreciate it sure. <laughs> um and then tune in next week as Fink Angel comes to town, play begins in the Mean arena. The meltdown man grows an evil beard. It's strontium <laughs> dogs versus mutant baboons, and we're all aboard for the return to Armageddon. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> I what, got,
1: what the fuck? That was great. You're
0: gonna, you're gonna get it. Um. Until next uh, time, oh, I'm no. until next time. I'm Conrad. He's Fox, and we are Space Spinner 2000 Splinterberg
1: Rig.